gather with haste. On wings of bats, with quickened paws tufted black, the siren calls, her heavy chains that wail and clank, from hellish halls, dark and dank, she summons thee. The time is near for rituals of Hecate wrought with fear. Faster, come in! Now is the hour for nightmares and gore Drawing closer for hashtag all the horror. Ah, that was so scary. What, did you say something about bats with paws? No, I was going to put cats in there somewhere, and I forgot to put that word in there. I also, um, I rhymed horror with gorer, which is not a word. It's a word. Gorer? Mm Mm-hmm. That movie was gorer than the other one. I say that all the time. Michael? Yeah. Start the show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Welcome. We're here. We are Bad Reception. We're a podcast about watching bad TV shows, canceled TV shows, TV shows. That- we got all the shows. We got TV shows. We got shows that were shown on television. We got shows that were canceled. We got shows who didn't get to come to fruition. We got shows. <laughs> we don't have come any of those. And, huh? Shows that never got made. I don't well, think we I mean, do any of those. They didn't reach their maturity. Their maturity. Okay. My grandmother used to say mature, and I don't mm-hmm. think that that's the correct way of saying it. Michael, say what are we doing here? All right. So it's a very special, super duper special episode of Bad Reception. This week, we're talking Tree House of Horror. That's right. The annual Simpsons horror anthology. Extravaganza. Extravag- extravaganza. <laughs> mature and extravaganza. <laughs> extravaganza am i right it's 420 somewhere um did you introduce yourself i'm one of your hosts maniac mike and i am morgan high priestess of the kitchen podcasting table and we are here today to do a very special episode for hashtag all the horror follow them at all the horror 18 on twitter for all the updates we got episodes dropping every single day of october halloween and stuff we got horror stuff we got scary stuff we, we got, got spooky stuff we got, you we got know, stuff with ghouls and goblins we got funny stuff we, we got, got silly stuff we got i'm sure we got some like wordplay on boo and boo i thought you were gonna say boobs or maybe boobs <laughs> But there's a lot of really great programming, so go check out. <laughs> you know, if you want to hear something better than this, <laughs> there's definitely there's plenty of it. Yeah. Not just hearing, we got all kinds. We got authors this year, we got mm-hmm. podcasters, we got musicians. It's just like everything, all all together. All there's something you might for call it every spooky s- spirit. All the, the horror. <laughs> horror. I, didn't, I didn't know we were going to do okay, a little Beastie Boys back and, and forth here. <laughs> All the horror. Horror. There you go. <laughs> All right. So we're talking The Simpsons. We're talking Treehouse of Horror. We're going to be doing a countdown of our top 10 favorite episodes, segments, not episodes, segments. Segments. Individual we're not doing full segments. episodes because we'll, we won't. That'll be five minutes. Um, um, quickly, Michael, can I um, just talk about my history with this? 
Yeah, that wasn't planned, but sure. I'm well, gonna just, just throwing it at you. Spitball you here. You know what? Do we we, we got This is Off live. This is live radio, everybody. Anything this is live? can happen. With <laughs> all the stuff I have to cut out. Oh, <laughs> oh no! No. People heard uh, that. Michael. Yes, Morgan. As you may know, I was raised in a fairly conservative home, so The Simpsons were not a thing I could watch. What? Were not a thing I watched. It wasn't until I became in my late teens. A woman. I became a woman, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> Hell, Homer really did, did it for you. No, it's the what's the Flanders? It's the, yeah, Ned Flanders really does it for Reverend me. Lovejoy. That's more of a I'm a more of a mo. <laughs> okay. Um, what are we even talking about? No, but my entry point was watching um these collections when i was like 17 18 mm-hmm. with a close friend and then that just became my yearly tradition did so you rent those at I've blockbuster seen, video or i did nice yes excellent on my beta max <laughs> in the late almost. 90s that would on be my pretty shocked laser disc there you go um anywho that was my entry point actually to the simpsons is through the treehouse of horror yeah anthologies it's a good starting place i mean it has really nothing to do with the actual show nope that's one of the things that's kind of fun about them is that they're like totally non-canon so they can just kill people they can do all kinds of crazy shit they can make characters act out outside of their normal ned flanders is the devil we'll get to that yeah but he's not always sometimes he plays a bad character sometimes Mm -hmm. he plays like just a normal ned flanders type character yeah there are no rules with the treehouse of horror Mm -hmm. um which i think is kind of the idea for the animators and 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 the writers was to have like this part of the season that could be totally free like just total freedom, whatever they felt like doing. Mm-hmm. And also, like, they were, like, kind of boundary pushers. Like, nowadays, The Simpsons has kind of just become, like, watered down, kind of tired, old. I cannot believe it's still Wow, we're just going to... fucking television. Shots are ringing, Matt Groening. So we are definitely going to be sticking more towards the first 10 seasons of The Simpsons for uh, what I like to call the garbage years, which is the seasons... Now, how did you come up with that name? <laughs> Oh, it's just really clever. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. clever like that. That's really subdued. That's 20 years of The Simpsons that I would consider in the garbage years. That's insane. Um, and it's still on. It's still going. Mm-hmm. I, I just read that they're, the next Treehouse of Horror is going to be the 666th episode, which they're doing on purpose, of course. But yeah. that's crazy. There are 666 episodes of The Simpsons. I've seen a lot of The Simpsons, and I am not even close to being at that that many episodes. That's, no. that's just absurd. Anyway... Yeah, when they were first starting out, this started in the second season. So they didn't do it in the, the very first season. But the second season, they did the Simpsons Halloween special. Um, and the first episode takes place in the treehouse where they are telling spooky stories to mm-hmm. each other. Uh, Bart and Lisa and Millhouse. And so then it just became Treehouse of Horror was just the name for the series. Even though, really, that's the only time they've ever even been in a treehouse. And I feel like there was an opportunity for alliteration. And it makes me, it trips me up every time. Because you think it's Treehouse of Terror? Correct. Because a tease. Exactly. But you know what? It's a tease. Because it's Treehouse of Horror, not Terror. Get it? It was a tease. It's a word tease. So we're going to kick it off with number 10. Okay, or? let's start. Let's, 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 yeah, let's just start this thing. I'll say that for the most part, these rankings are fairly arbitrary. These 10, I think we would say, are pretty close to being all just in the same number top tier. Um, there's a few that I, I would rank higher, but uh, we'll just start with number 10, The Monkey's Paw. Yeah, what is this thing? 
It is a monkey's paw dating back to a long pin of the law. It has the power to grant wishes to its owner. Yeah? How much? Sir, I must strongly advise you to not purchase this. Behind every wish lurks grave misfortune. Come on, pal. I don't want to hear your life story. Paw me! Um, also known as Lisa's Nightmare. This is from the second Treehouse of Horror. In the early episodes, they did wraparounds. Mm-hmm. And the wraparound is that they all eat too much candy and then they have bad dreams. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so the monkey's paw is obviously just, I mean... They do plays on traditional stories and and famous mm-hmm. movies and, and whatnot. Monkey paw, the monkey's paw is obviously a famous one where they get a cursed monkey, monkey paw, paw. You that make gives them wish. wishes, and of course it gives the bad. You, yeah, exactly. You you it's a it it's a poorly. real be careful for what you wish for. Um, this has one of my favorite gags um, in any of the Simpsons uh, Treehouse of Four episodes where they go, Homer goes and buys the, the cursed monkey paw, and then he go, and then they're like, where did you get that? And he's like, I got it at a shop right over, and then there's just like an empty space with like a little whirlwind, and, and he's like, <gasps> and then it pans, pans over, over just to the left, the- and, and the shop is still there. It did not magically disappear. Mm-hmm. He just was looking in the wrong place, which is good. Um now that we're actually talking about it, I'm trying to remember what the wishes were. The wishes were. Yeah, I remember there's an element where they become super famous, but it gets to the point where everyone's like, oh, sick and tired of hearing about those Simpsons. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They want to be like rich and famous. Yeah. Um, and then they become like just obnoxious and nobody wants to mm-hmm. hear about them anymore. And, Boy, but is the last wish goes to Maggie though, right? For something? Oh, yeah. And they, so <laughs> that's right. <laughs> they she grabs it, and then you know, obviously Maggie doesn't talk, but she just like thinks about it. And then a, a, a car pulls up, and then Homer's like, "Woohoo, luxury car!" Oh, that's right. It comes out <laughs> on a pillow, right? Yeah. And then he has a pillow, and it's just a new pacifier. <laughs> uh, oh, Maggie. So that's a that's a early one. I think it's a a classic example of a fun play on a traditional story. Mm-hmm. Um, some good some good jokes in there. Um, it wasn't one that we rewatched today, so it's not fresh on the brain. Nope. But I do like it a lot. <laughs> Number nine. Number nine. I got hell to pay, which until recently didn't even realize was a pun. Mm-hmm. And now I was like, oh, I get it. Like, there's hell to pay. Yes. But to pay but it's, also. It's also a hellish to pay. Wait, it is a, yes, it is a hellish to pay. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I got it. Oh, you'll never make it stick, dude. Well, too, because this place is full of witnesses. Apu, that scuzzbag Mo. I'm not going to forget this, dudes. I'm going to totally kill both of you. And uh, don't forget Bart Simpson. He's a witness, too. Right, Barty? Oh, you are so dead, little dude. Um, so this is the episode. This is later. Actually, I didn't write down what season this is, but this is one of the, like, this is probably like 10 or 11. Mm. Um, but we got one of our uh, recurring side characters in Snake, right? Snake. And he, the, again, this is a, a classic kind of a, a story of, of the convicted felon the murderer yeah getting executed and then they get a, a body, body part. part and that body part takes over right so um hom- it's like possessed right like it, it still has part of of that uh owner is is still in there anywho anyway so yeah snake. so the, in this episode he gets homer gets snake's hair he gets uh, his hair but it's important to note that at the beginning at the because Snake goes to rob Apu's Quickie Mart, right? Right. And uh, Bart snitches. 
So he's got, there's a vendetta set in the beginning right. that he needs to, in life after death, he's got to right, and avenge himself. Right. Cause he's like, don't worry. Like he's dead. He'll never get you now. And then yeah. uh, Homer gets his hair transplanted onto, onto him and then obviously starts slowly showing the, the signs of being little snake. Dude. Yeah, he calls him little dude and uh, rolls up the cigarettes in his shirt. Mm-hmm. Then it progresses. And eventually Homer has to like tear it off of his head mm-hmm. because it's like <laughs> taking control of him. And then the toupee starts slinking like, away out the window, like, I walk, think. like walking around like, uh, like it's an, its own entity, but it's the way that it's shaped with the sideburns are its arms mm-hmm. and the, uh, the, the mullet are its legs. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. And, uh, we do get a, a classic Simpsons, uh, arm shake from, from the, the hair, from the, from the disembodied toupee. Um, cause they, the police come and, and shoot it. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, that's right. Cause they shoot at it and doesn't it fall out the window? I can't remember. Well, they shoot it and then it like starts to fall and then it's like crawling. Yeah. And then they shoot it again. Good times. It's, and it's pretty funny. I, I was talking earlier about one of my favorite gags. Yes. Of, um, while they're cleaning up the murder site. At the Quickie Mart, uh, Chief Wiggum keeps looking over at his his associates drinking yeah. out of the Slurpee machine. At Lou and at Brian. Lou. Okay, there you go. Uh, drinking out of the Slurpee machine that very apparently Apu is sticking out of. I think it's probably Chief Wiggum that's drinking. Oh the yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> just just playing into uh, what I know about the show in general. Uh, yeah, I think that that's one. Of, that's definitely one of my favorites. I, I think that one's really funny, especially with Homer. Um, taking on the traits of Snake and and seeing Bart be for, be like super afraid. Yeah. Um, I think there's even times where he's like he's being the the friendly dad Homer, and then like we'll switch right into yeah. Snake. All right, have a good night, Bart. I'll see you later, little dude. That kind of deal. Good stuff. All right, Morgan. Do you want to announce what number eight is? I certainly do. Number eight, fly versus fly. Hey, Dad, can I use a transporter sometime? Please, I swear I'll be careful. Sorry, but this is a highly sophisticated do-wacky. If you don't use it responsibly, kablamo! Ow, someone just punched me in the face. It's your mother. This one is a parody of The Fly. The fly. Um, it's actually a parody of the original The Fly, not the uh, da- more now more famous David Cronenberg remake. In which <laughs> Jeff Goldblum vomits onto a donut to eat it that's true that y'all is, remember it was a good time doesn't really happen in this one too much no uh yeah so bart they get a oh there's it's a, a yard sale there's a yard sale <laughs> what's and that character's name it's a pr- professor frank professional okay and uh, who, uh frank frank professor frank and he's obviously jerry lewis yeah yeah uh yeah parody. type character uh and He's having a yard sale with, like, I guess all of his inventions that don't work or whatever. And Homer goes and <laughs> and uh, is like, oh, what's this? And he's like, oh, it's a, a matter transporter. And he's like, how much is it? And he's like, like 35 cents. Yeah, something ridiculously low. And Homer's like, mm, I don't know. 35 oh, no, cents. Yeah, no, I think it was maybe like a dollar, a dollar. or something. And then he, he gets it down, down like, to 35 cents. He's like, hmm, and you say it only transfers matter. Hmm. <laughs> so, so he, he buys it super cheap. And I'm, I'm sure that Professor Frank was like, oh, but don't 
use it because it has grave consequences. But so Homer just starts using it and abusing it. And he to go to the bathroom. He, right? he puts one in front of the toilet and then one in the <laughs> living room. And he doesn't actually get to use it because Marge is like no go on that one. But he also puts it like right by the fridge. Oh, I'm just remembering all the jokes in this one. He puts it next to the fridge and then he puts the other one next to the couch mm-hmm. and then he reaches in to, to get the, a beer to, to get a beer but he accidentally grabs the cat's ear medicine <laughs> and then he, he takes it and he just goes oh, oh that's good stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh but so you know obviously they tell bart not to use it because it's dangerous so of course Bart bart's is a, gonna do it he's a bad kid and he goes into the matter transporter and of course Oh, that's right. It's not even on accident because he sees the fly fly in there and then he like imagines like what. Oh, yeah. He's, he imagines himself being like a superhero man that's like half fly, half Bart. And, he's, and he goes, I'd be stupid not to do this. <laughs> uh, so he uh, goes in with the fly and then uh, it, like in the original of the fly, the top half of, of Bart becomes a giant fly head mm-hmm. and then Bart becomes a tiny head a little, yeah. on a fly. You know, the classic story. Yep, 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 yep. But it also has another one of my favorite Simpsons moments where he's he's pretends to be trapped. Well, we don't know he's pretending, but he's like oh, stuck, on the in, stuck in the spider's web. <laughs> <laughs> help me! And he's doing the the help the help me from the fly, and then the spider comes and gets closer and closer, and then he just slaps the spider in the face <laughs> and flies away. And then the spider shakes its fists. <laughs> A the lot sh- of this is uh, shake uh, fist, fist shaking. shaking based humor. Oh, I don't care. It's so funny. It's yeah, because it's the spider and he's shaking like four of his arms at the same time. Oh boy, that's a good one. And then at number. Seven, we've got The Devil and Homer Simpson. Many people offer to sell their souls without reflecting upon the grave ramifications. Do you have a donut or not? Coming up, just sign here. Careful, hot pen. Hmm, who's that goat-legged fellow? I like the cut of his jib. Uh, Prince of Darkness, sir. He's your 11 (sighs) o'clock. Biggest reason why I think this one deserves to be on the list is one of my absolute favorite side characters, Lionel Hutz, He's played like by lawyer. Phil Hartman, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is just one of my favorite characters on the show ever. Obviously, I love Phil Hartman so much; uh, he was amazing. That's a the, losing uh, Lionel Hutz and Troy McClure off of the show is a huge mm-hmm. reason. I think is a huge reason why it doesn't stay as funny in the later seasons because he's so good. Um, but yeah, so this is one. Morgan, you want to kind of recap this one? So, guys, if you know anything about Homer, you'll know one thing. Above family and blood. He loves those motherfucking donuts. Um, <laughs> I just remember this starts off with Omar dreaming about like a, a New York fashion week kind of thing. But it's yeah. donuts <laughs> walking out. It's, but they still have like human legs. legs. Yeah, they're sexy ladies and you pan up and it's like a raspberry cream donut. Anyway, uh, so Homer is at work and he finds out that all the donuts are gone. And he says aloud that he would sell his soul for a donut. So, of course, what happens? The devil shows up. Uh, Played by Ned Flanders, which Mm -hmm. is a delight. Um, He (laughs) he conjures the donut and has him sign the contract that he's going to have, you know, his soul upon completion. But when he before he can finish that, Homer's like just moments away from putting that little piece of donut back into his mouth. 
And then Homer thinks he can outsmart the devil. Well, I mean, he does. He does. For a minute. Yeah. Because, For a minute. Because he uses the word once you complete yeah. the donut, then your soul is mine. And he's like, so if I don't eat this last little bite, you can't have my soul. And he's like, well, yeah, technically. But then, of course, Homer, smash cut <laughs> to Homer having midnight munchies and then eats the last little bit of it. Um, Then the devil comes and to <laughs> claim his soul. Uh, but Marge fucking is the greatest heroine of all time comes in to clean up this mess. Well, that's the very end. No, no, no. Beforehand, okay. she's the one who's like, you know, oh, no, wait, who says that he has a right to free a trial? Maybe it's Lisa. Lisa says that because mm-hmm. there's something about because Lisa has to have something to do. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so. We go to trial, but before we go to trial, Homer does spend the day in hell where they think they're going to, they're going to give him what an ironic punishment. Yeah. He goes to the ironic punishments department and the, and he's like, the guy there working is like, oh, you like donuts, huh? Well, now you can have all the donuts in the world. Oh, no, no, and then he just start, they start feeding him like a, an insane amount of donuts. And then he just keeps eating them, eating them, eating them. Um, so we go to trial, um, and this is where we get Phil Hartman's character. What was his name again? <laughs> Lionel Hutz. Okay. He, uh, is really, um, professional. A ter- he's a terrible lawyer, and his argument is just, is to be like, <laughs> what is a, a, The uh, Webster's definition of a, contract. A contract, yeah. Webster defines it as a deal between two people, which is unbreakable. Unbreakable! unbreakable. <laughs> And that's not that's not a good Mm-mm. thing for him to bring up. No. Nope. Uh, did you say that the he gets to choose the the devil gets to choose the jury? Oh, because yeah. Lionel Hutz is like, all right, let's have conditions here. Yeah, we're gonna oh, we get, bathroom. We get break. Ba- bathroom breaks every thirty minutes, and <laughs> Flanders is like, done. And I get to pick the jury. And then Lionel Hutz is like, done. Wait, what? So he picks all these like historical figures that are known for being uh evil well they must be dead right because i thought that was the joke is that they were all dead well except for nixon except for nixon yeah at the time well maybe not i don't know who knows there are no rules with the devil this is the early 90s some of these cultural references were just over our heads guys guys um anywho this one wraps up nicely with marge proving that uh simpson or that uh, homer has already pledged his soul to her which is very sweet it's a good little heartwarming Aww, moment. Aww. All right. What are we at? Number six. Oh, but the punishment at the end. Devil does get his, That's his right. say. He curses Homer to have a, a donut for a head. And he can't help it. He's <laughs> he's so delicious. Oh, me. Stop picking at yourself. But I'm so delicious. Man, our, that was really good. our yeah. impressions. We're really good. That I think they thought. Our Marge we, and I think Homer. you thought that we just played a clip from the show. You know what? Good, though. We're not going to get sued because that was terrible. More. Number six. At number six, 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 we've got a classic clown without pity. Take this object, but beware it carries a terrible curse. Ooh, that's bad. But it comes with a free Frogut. That's good. The Frogut is also cursed. That's bad. But you get your choice of topping. That's good. The toppings contain potassium benzoate. That's bad. Can I go now? So this is the episode where, or the segment where uh, it's Bart's birthday, or I guess. Yes. And uh, 
Homer forgets to buy him a present, so he goes to, of course, for some reason, to the evil shop. What is it called? Something like that. Yeah. Shop of evil treasures or something. And then it's it's basically like a play on Gremlins. He goes into this uh, uh, shop where they have all kinds of crazy, freaky knickknack stuff and mm-hmm. uh, I guess like cursed objects. And anyway, uh, and the, the owner <laughs> keeps pushing the fact that they also sell frozen yogurt. Yeah, <laughs> but it's cursed frozen yogurt. I call well, it Frogurt. Yeah, I call it Frogurt, but it's cursed. But you get some for free. Uh, but so he sells him a crusty the clown. Like first he's like, no, this is not a place to buy toys for children. But then he remembers, I guess that they have a crusty the clown doll, mm-hmm. and he's like, yes, I'll take this one. And that's where they have the exchange with the the Froger, which is pretty solid, mm-hmm. and which was mentioned several times by our friends on Twitter. Which we will we will get to them soon enough. But uh, this is a popular segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, takes the uh, doll home, gives it to Bart. Bart's excited. And then uh, the the defective evilness rears its ugly head, and the crusty the clown, clown crusty the clown, the clown doll, doll begins to try to murder him. Yeah, which is it's like the um, uh, the living doll, the living doll from Twilight Zone classic episode. Yeah, they do a lot of Twilight Zone parodies on the Treehouse of Horror. But I love Homer is the one who is experiencing it. But I like that part where he where Krusty starts to do the evil laugh but his string runs out because he's a string (laughs) pull talk doll and then he he gestures very innocently for Homer to pull his string so he can finish (laughs) laughing maniacally well so he can finish like coming towards him with a knife anyway this one wraps up with uh, Marge has to call the the toy toy company company to be like hey you got a defective toy and uh, the guy comes, the repairman comes, which at this point, how long has it been that the doll has been trying to kill Homer that the, they have to wait for the repairman to show up. And uh, all it is, is there's a switch on the back that says good and evil. evil. So like, they, here's your problem. I can see a problem right here. And then he just switches it from evil to back to good. And then Homer has his own little slave. And I, I love the button to this one where, um, after a long day of serving Homer, Krusty the Clown Doll goes home to the, the dollhouse. And it's all worthwhile because he gets to come home to Barbie. It's not Barbie. Well, it's Malibu Stacy. Okay, whatever. Come on. Get, get with the Simpsons. All right. Well, we're halfway through our list. I think we should hear some hear from some friends. Let's hear from some... Oh, boy. I don't know why that was so hard to That's say. Let's hear from our friends over at Invasion of the Remake. Let's see what they have to say about The Simpsons' Treehouse of Horror. Take it away, guys. Invasion of the Remake. Please stand by for further instructions. Hi, I'm Jason Bishop with Invasion of the Remake, and with me today is my co-host, Trish Coughlin. Hey, everybody. 
and we've been asked from our friends at Bad Reception to talk about our favorite Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, something we don't get to do on our own show where we're covering movies every week. Mm -hmm. So this will be fun. I love The Simpsons, especially The Treehouse of Horror with G's 30 years worth to pick from. That's actually quite the list. And Mm -hmm. I actually pick up The Treehouse of Horror comic books uh, when Bongo was printing them as well. So there's a lot of content that I have access to as far as (laughs) that alone. Beyond the regular Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. At the end of the day, The Simpsons have always pulled from pop culture and Mm -hmm. our favorite horror movies. And it's amazing how many they've covered that we've covered the actual movies on our show. True. And I mean, they really kind of capture pop culture, even watching some older ones where they've really kind of nailed it. That It's been awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, there's so many good ones, especially within mm-hmm. those first five years. I mean, that one episode where all three segments were fantastic yes. with the shinning. And oh. <laughs> you read my thoughts. You've got the shinning. You mean shining. Shh. You want to get sued? Do you want to get sued? And the time-traveling toaster. This is indeed a disturbing universe. Nevermore. Take thy beak from out my heart and take thy form from off my door, quoth the raven. Nevermore. Why, you little... Well, that was the very first episode with Nevermore. So lots of great ones. One of my personal favorites was Dial Z for Zombie from the third Treehouse of Horror, specifically for one particular (laughs) line. Dad, we did something very bad. Did you wreck the car? No. Did you raise the dead? Yes. But the car's okay. Mm-hmm. All right, then. <laughs> so I loved it just for that and yep. the Necronomicon and uh, the Pet Cemetery references. And that one always cracks me up. It's so good. And like Snowball 1, Snowball 2, like they're not even starting with the first Snowball that they're upset about. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Snowball 1. Was it Snowball 1? I think it was Snowball oh, 1. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that that one's one of my personal favorites because uh, I, I really like some of the lines they used in that one. It just gets a good belly laugh for me every time. It really does. There's so many of them that gets me a good belly laugh. Like when we're discussing this, like I thought I didn't have any ideas. I have so many. So like a favorite is hard to pick. But there's one, my favorite, like currently right now is only because of, of Google Home and all those like home apps is the one, I don't remember the name of it. But it's the one where um, they get the smart home and they choose Pierce Brosnan as the voice. It falls in love with Marge and tries to kill Homer. Hello, police. I think my house killed my husband. This is Constable Wickham's. We'll be right there. Remove your knickers and wait in the bath. <laughs> like, if you have a Google Home or one of those apps and you're like, this is, this is the warning you should have had. <laughs> It's awfully prescient, and it's one of those things, well, hey, Simpsons did it first. This was before Home Assistance, and mm-hmm. now that, that episode is even funnier than ever, even though it was kind of meant to be a, an homage to a 2001 Space Odyssey. Absolutely, an homage to 2001 Space Odyssey. And then, like, at the very end, too, where he's, like, just attacking the water heater and not the actual computer. <laughs> <laughs> Die, you monster! Dad, that's the water softener. 
Well, I am missing the back of my head. I think you could cut me some slack. But it tries it tries to shut itself off because it eventually gets given to Patty and Selma. <laughs> <laughs> lots of great episodes on Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. And lots of great episodes on our show, Invasion of the Remake. We yes. are over 200 episodes, four years strong. Check us out on all your favorite podcatchers, including iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, TuneIn Radio Player FM, and so many more. And even mm-hmm. freaking youtube so uh check out the show and you can follow us on our social media at invasion remake on twitter invasion of the remake on facebook and instagram and if you want to email us invasion of the remake at gmail.com special thanks to bad reception for letting us in on the act and uh, getting to talk a little bit about simpsons trio sahor ah oh, loving it loving it guys thank you bad reception all right we're back thank you for that wonderful uh, segment. Yes, please go follow Invasion of the Remake on Twitter. Yeah, and it's at Invasion Remake. Uh, they have a wonderful podcast. Yes. If you're not already listening to it, the, they're super awesome. Uh, they do uh, remakes, potential like yeah. remakes of uh, of uh, movies, like if they could be made better with different cast, newer mm-hmm. cast, stuff like that. And we're actually on an episode of theirs. This yes. I don't know when it comes out, but uh, their uh, Maximum Overdrive episode, look for that. A little special guest spot from the yes, old truly. bad reception crew. I was gonna see where you're gonna go with that. I was trying to think of a nickname for us, but I, I couldn't couldn't come up with anything. The baddies. The old baddies. Nah, that's not good. The goodies. Number four. Nope, that would be number five. Number five. All right, at number five, we're getting we're getting into the the top tier, the the greatest of the great. We got. I'm going with time and punishment. As long as I stand perfectly still and don't touch anything, I won't destroy the future. Stupid bug! You go squish now! (gasps) But that was just one little insignificant mosquito. That can't change the future, right? Right? You like this one? This is one of your favorites? This one's a good one. This is the butterfly effect. Right. This is Homer. I know the beginning. <laughs> Homer always like gets his hand out of the toaster, but it always falls back in. Oh, I was laughing so hard. Yeah, it starts with for some reason they're eating breakfast, and for some reason the toaster is on the table. It's not where you put the toaster. And also, it doesn't matter if your hand is caught in it if it's not plugged in. Well, it could still be hot. It could still be hot, but it's not like it's going to electrocute you. But I think it was plugged in. That's why it's funny, like that it was at the table. That doesn't even make sense. No, I didn't think that that was the case. Anyway, he ends up getting. He has to well, repair they're just, it. They're just sitting there, and he's like, "Boy, I'm having such a wonderful morning." <laughs> and Dad, it, your hand's like, "Your hand stuck in the toaster." And then he starts freaking out and trying to get it off. And then he finally gets it off. And then he slumps down into the ground. And then she's like, "Dad, your hand's back in the toaster again." Because <laughs> he had accidentally slid down back into the toaster. So. He breaks he, it to get it off of his hand, and then he has it, to fix it. Inadvertently creates a time machine with the toaster. Again, through absolutely no reason whatsoever. It doesn't matter. In this particular universe, Homer can <laughs> fix something, first of all. And act, like, what kind of parts is he putting in there? A toaster is like, I mean, I guess that's the joke, but like a toaster is the most simple appliance you could possibly try mm-hmm. to fix. What would you put in there that would be accidentally turned into a time travel machine? So he travels back in time. He makes a reference here too that i don't quite get that he's the only one to travel back in time except for brazilians what does yeah that mean? i also didn't get that no well, and then we get a, a visit from peabody and mr sherman mm-hmm. quiet you quiet child um anyway homer is back he's in the dinosaur ages and then 
he's <laughs> he looks back on some what a wise piece of advice he got from his father on his wedding day that if he were to travel through time that you can't change anything he also says wow i'm back in the time where dinosaurs weren't just relegated <laughs> to, to zoos Zeus. and then they have kind of a cue that sounds like jurassic park <laughs> anyway um so he ends up fucking oh he, <laughs> the bug lands on him <laughs> <laughs> he goes <laughs> you like, go smash now you go squish now <laughs> go squish now <laughs> and he kills the bug and then that of course has consequences it does what's the first set of consequences consequences it's the one where flanders rules the world oh I yeah think is the first yeah one. it's the first one uh so obviously he's got to get out of there and then comes back and he fucks it up again. And then when he comes back. Well, that time he's like trying so hard not, oh, not to, to kill s- anything. Yeah. Um, but then he accidentally trips and falls on the fish. <laughs> he sits on the fish. <laughs> I wish, I wish I hadn't squashed that, that fish. fish. And he comes back to this beautiful home. No, that's no, not, not the that second one. one. What's the second one? The second one is when they are. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> that's not the time when it's the, the when they have. A fancy house. There's oh. something else that happens. I can't okay, remember. Okay, camera. But then we we go back and forth. Anyway, we go to the because f- it's the it's the time when he gets like crazy and he's like, I'm just gonna kill everything, right? Or he's like, uh, Oh no, that's the last one. That's the last one. No, so this, it's when he sneezes. Then okay, he sneezes accidentally on the T Rex, and then, every, <laughs> then there's a chain of of events where everybody just starts sneezing and dying. Everybody, all the dinosaurs. And they're people too, Michael. And now the Simpsons are rich. And they have all kinds of fancy foods. And then Homer sits down and asks for some donuts. And Marge says, what are donuts? And then he goes running and screaming. He's fucking out of there so fast. But then we stay in that maison saint. What is that called? Maison saint. <laughs> we stayed there anyway. Um, and then donuts start falling from the sky. And Marge says, oh, look, it's raining again. So, so you fucked up, Homer. He you should have stayed up. there. They were rich and it rains donuts in that world. Perfect. Dang. Perfect. Anyway, I feel bad for Homer. And then we get a series of different things changing the establishing home. Right. Yeah. Like It just is showing all the times that he's changing how the universe exists. And then finally, it finally all just seems says, normal. And he says, fuck it. And he just smashes and destroys everything mm-hmm. with abandon. And then he gets back and, oh, it's family again. Except now they have lizard tongues. And that's, you know, it's good enough. That's as close yeah, as he's, he's going like, to get. Eh, that's good enough. Uh, that one's fun. I guess it, it, some of these aren't really like horror like, that's more just, like, sort of, like, a... It's actually, like, a sci-fi kind of yeah. fun... It feels more Twilight zone out of... Yeah, I guess like, I guess a lot of them are more just, like, Twilight Zone, not, like, specifically horror. Horror, yeah. It's just off. Um, the next one definitely is, like, Twilight Zone because it's based on an episode of the Twilight Zone. It's called The Genesis Tub. My God! I've created life! Lisa! Breakfast! We're having waffles! Ooh, waffles. These are just square pancakes. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. The waffle iron's in the shop. Waffle iron's been in the shop forever. Um, this is one that you didn't remember too much, but I was praising pretty highly. Because uh, uh, I was remembering it more from the Sim- uh, the uh, Simpsons Did It episode of South Park. Oh, they talk about this in that one? Yeah. Okay. They, they do like a whole... It's the one where Cartman... It's the Sea Monkeys episode. Right. Um, oh yeah, they do the same. Yeah, same. But the, whatever, um, Butter's friend keeps going around saying Simpsons did it. This isn't about 
the south park anyway that's that's next year we're going to be doing all the south park halloween episodes i wish they had more they did they did a bunch of like the beginning of their run but then they changed when they aired that so it wasn't in yeah. october anymore mm-hmm. anyway um back to the simpsons basically lisa's doing a science project in which she's testing the uh, enamel of a tooth in soda yeah, to see if it's going to disintegrate which of course it will because yeah. soda is awful for your teeth and then when Bart shocks her with with his, uh, not electromagnetic, what is that? Static. Static electricity. Uh, it shocks the thing. And then apparently that sets forth a chain of events that make her little science project, uh, what's that called? Petri dish? Yeah. Uh, turn into a tiny little society. Um, and they think that she's God. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she is. To them. To she them, she is. Them. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of good gags in this one, but I, m- most of my favorite stuff is in the end. Uh, although I do like, because they don't like Bart, they keep it, they like attack him. Mm-hmm. And then he comes in there and is like trying to destroy it. And then she's like, no, you can't, you can't do that. And he's like, all right, but when your back is turned, flush. Oh man, I can't remember what he says. He's like, flush. Tiny town. Yeah. Something like goes that. down the toilet or whatever, but it's funny. Um, but then they, advance so quickly oh yeah and then (laughs) they have the scene where uh they're developing quickly and then there's one of one she's like oh one of them is is nailing something to the Uh, door i created lutherans um (laughs) and growing up uh a lutheran that was always i was always like hey got some recognition it's not just the catholics goddamn catholics that's a beef for another day um but eventually um they suck her into the world right they create a debigulator mm-hmm. and once again we have professor yeah frank. Pro- professor frank who's i mean i guess just playing a character in this one because he's yeah. not professor frank um uh but they make her tiny and then bring her into their world and they're like you are you are our master you're a god we've we've learned and she's oh she's like wow you guys speak english and he's like yes <laughs> we've learned we've learned to pronunciate wait yeah pronunciate uh exactly uh something articulate i don't remember it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter but it's hilarious and then in this crowd scene we get one of my favorite wait you didn't tr- even explain what the joke was oh yeah he <sighs> Basically, they're saying like they they've they've learned every how to speak from her. Yeah, but he, he says he the fucks word, it up. He says the words wrong. It's really funny. Um, perfectly. Anyway, uh, we get the crowd scene. This is one of my favorite comedy tropes. <laughs> we get, like, yeah, hey God, uh, <laughs> the, the deadpan Bill Watson or whatever his name is. What? Why do good things? Why do bad things happen to good people? Yeah. And she's obviously out of her element. She doesn't know how to respond. Mm-hmm. And then. This is probably my favorite, even though Morgan didn't even laugh at it. But my favorite uh, Treehouse of Horror joke is when when she's like, you have to get me out of here. You got to make me, you got to put me back to my regular <laughs> size. And then Professor Frank is like, that would require some kind of rebigulator, a device so ridiculous that makes me want to laugh out loud. Just a rebigulator is, is a really funny idea. Anyway... It's a good one. And then Bart comes and now you that- think we get a fake out because you think he's going to f- it's flush time. We see we saw we see Bart come in. Yeah. We're like, oh, shit. He's so about to destroy the this. Dish. But he does not. Actually, this is one of my favorite jokes. Here at the end. <laughs> it's really funny. 
So uh, we Bart brings in Lisa's uh, science experiment and gets the praise and wins the prize. Right, he, then, he wins the science fair. And then, wait, what's the principal's name? Principal Skinner. Skinner. Jesus, okay, Skinner. <laughs> tells Willie to throw out all the other ones. It's like we have a winner here. No need to look at the rest of the projects. <laughs> He's throw grabbing the projects away. out of all the kids' hands to throw them in the trash. Uh, that's uh, good. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Next up, we've got number three, Terror at Five and a Half Feet. Ah! Everybody, there's a monster on the side of the bus! Ah! Hey, there's no monster. You're deceptive. I don't see anything. Hey, who's driving the bus? Ooh, uno momento, por favor. Another Twillet Zone. A parody of maybe my favorite episode of the Twilight Something Zone. Something at 20,000 feet? What is it? It's Terra at 10,000 feet. 10,000 feet or 20,000 feet? 20,000 feet. Okay. However high an airplane flies. I feel like 10,000 feet is too too right. low. Yeah, I think it's Terra at 20,000 feet. doesn't and matter. It's going to a- be a long, long time. <laughs> right. Because it's William Shatner. <laughs> Thank you. Also remade in the Twilight Zone movie with John Lithgow. Who, if you're going to have somebody outperform, out out ham up, Bill Shatner, Bill Shatner, it's going to be John Lithgow. Uh, so yeah, this is it's a parody of of that classic Twilight Zone episode, basically the Gremlin on the wing, mm-hmm. and nobody believe it's Bart, and nobody believes him. Um, but before we get to there, it's, it's on the school bus. But before we get there, <laughs> you do that homework thing in the beginning. <laughs> so funny, this absolute non sequitur that has nothing to do with anything, but it makes me laugh so hard. Uh, so it starts off like Final Destination, but this is before Final Destination where Bart has a dream that the school bus is going to explode or whatever. And then he wakes up screaming and is like, ah, I, I had a premonition of my death. And then out of nowhere, Homer just blasts an air horn and scares the shit out of Bart and then walks in with all this boating gear. And he's like, hey, I, I got I've got look at all this cool stuff I got down at the marina. The free it was, stuff. Yeah, I was just sitting on some guy's boat. <laughs> But then there's just like an ongoing joke of just Homer just like showing showing up up. with a fucking bone horn. (laughs) Call it a bone horn? (laughs) Boat horn. He called it a bone horn. A boat horn. I like bone horn. You write in. Just the air horn. Good stuff. Anyway, so yeah, it's it's the school bus. Otto's driving. Um, Bart and Milhouse are are sitting and, and... uh what is oh he has the the crusty trading cards that are all really shitty uh posing for uh, here's crusty posing for this card uh and he has the super hard gum very relatable to uh Mm -hmm. if you ever used to get collectible cards when you were a kid anyway he sees bart sees the gremlin on the side of the road and, and he's like, Otto, there's a gremlin on the side of the bus. And then he looks and it's a uh, mole man, hands mole man driving a, a, a gremlin. AMC gremlin. And, then, and so Otto's like, oh, no problem, dude. And then he just runs him off the road. <laughs> and then the, <laughs> the car goes off of the road and then you think it's gonna like flip and explode but it doesn't it it comes to a very slow stop stop right in front of a tree and And then then explodes explodes. so silly uh but it follows the the plot of the twilight zone episode where nobody believes bart and he keeps trying to convince them that there's a 
a gremlin destroying the bus, but they don't. And so everybody thinks that he's going crazy. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of good stuff in this one. There's the, 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 the bullies are putting, uh, like sticks of dynamite oh, or whatever Ralph. it is. Yeah. It's not Ralph. It's, it's Martin. Oh, Martin is the nerd. Ralph is the, like, the little dork. <laughs> we'll talk about the differentiation. A geek is like the, I'm oh, sorry. He's like the nerd character. He's like the smart Martin's the smart, smarty pants character. Got it. Uh, Ralph is absolutely not the oh, smarty yeah, pants right. character. He's just an idiot. <laughs> yes. Um, but they, they're putting, uh, whatever they are, flare, I guess they're flares. road flares in Martin's pants and Bart is like, oh, I need to get one of those flares. So he grabs the flare and then the other flare that's stuck in there comes out of Martin's pants. And he puts it back puts in. It back. <laughs> Cause he, hey, he doesn't want to ruin the joke. He yeah. just needs to borrow it. Uh, he's still a bad kid. Um, and then he busts the window and it starts sucking him out like as if it was an yeah. airplane. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Oh, that, I love that episode. Uh, but then... Uh, it, <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking... Eventually, he throws the flare down there and the gremlin falls off and he, he ends up getting hit by Ned Flanders and then Ned Flanders stops <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to cradle him. And the gremlin comes to like attack him and Ned Flanders is like, aw, little guy, trying to scratch my eyes out. How adorable. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and the gremlin is like, oh, let me out of here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it ends with uh, them hauling Bart off to the uh, insane Funny asylum, friend. and even though they can see that clearly that it is a uh, he yeah, was right, like the bus was destroyed by something. But, but Skinner was like, "But you still went about it in the wrong way. Yeah. So maybe a lifetime in, in insane asylum will will fix you." All right, Morgan, we're getting close to the top here. We only got two left. We got number two. One of my absolute favorites. Love this. I think that this is uh, like maybe the most creative episode or segment in the Treehouse of Horror. It's Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. <laughs> what to rake your acquaintance. <laughs> This is the episode where groundskeeper Willie is Freddy Krueger. Yes. He's not Freddy Krueger, but, you know, it's the Freddy yeah, Krueger. We're not, we're not going to have Wes Craven knocking on our doors over here, but it's, it's Freddy Krueger. Uh, he's a janitor who is burned to death and comes back and kills kids in their dreams. But some of the cool dream sequences that they have are super awesome. They have the one where he comes out of the sandbox and he's a giant bagpipe that looks like a spider. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's super awesome. This I just think I don't even I can't even think of a lot of the jokes from this one. There's like one point where they're having a, a PTA meeting, I think, and he comes in on fire and they make him sit down. So and so has the floor, Willie. Yeah, he's waiting to. <laughs> he has to wait his turn, even though he's in flames, <laughs> and then he turns into just like a cartoon dust. Mm-hmm. Uh, skeleton. Uh, there's also a scene where he turns into a tractor that's trying to mow down Bart. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's just a parody of Nightmare on Elm Street, but man, I just some of the the cool dream sequence stuff that they come up with is so cool. Oh, it even and it starts with uh, Bart in his dream uh, is like playing fetch with Santa's little helper, but it's done in like a Chuck Jones style. 
instead of the traditional uh, Simpsons mm-hmm. animation. And then Santa's little helpers like talks to him and mm-hmm. stuff because it's like he's having a dream and it's breaking the reality. But the different like ju- I just think it's really interesting when you see like uh, different animation fused together like that. Like, yeah. Like, it's just it's weird how how much creativity goes into the design of characters and stuff like mm-hmm. that and just a slight alteration in because it still looks like bart he's still drawn the same but just like the the subtle differences between how how the simpsons is normally drawn and how uh a more like saturday morning cartoon is drawn it's just interesting like uh to see that mm-hmm. i think yeah no they and they i mean this isn't the same show but they do that in futurama a couple of times too yeah well they all um mimic another mimic, type of animation yeah, different yeah. types of animation uh but bart and lisa have to uh team up and defeat willie from killing them in their dreams uh i'm trying to think of uh how it ends i don't remember the get him the get willie got him <laughs> i feel bad I, we didn't rewatch that one today so I've, i'm not it's not as fresh in my mind as a lot of the other ones but uh i don't care i still think is one of the best episodes even though i can't think of any jokes from it but it just is that's just one that i think is just genuinely cool like mm-hmm. not even necessarily like hilarious just like yeah you could see that they were just kind of unleashed going for like actually a scary episode yeah, yeah. all right guys we did it we got there it's number one it's time it's the one that you all know is coming the i think just like the undisputed masterpiece of the uh treehouse of horror series it's almost everybody that we asked what was their favorite says mm-hmm. this one the cultural touch touchstone and it's the mother truck and shinning yes by cutting off cable tv and the beer supply i can ensure an honest winter's work out of those low lights sir did you ever stop to think that maybe it was doing this that caused the previous caretakers to go insane and murder their families Hmm. perhaps tell you what we come back and everyone slaughtered i owe you a coke and yes we said shinning not shining we do not want to get sued don't want to get sued i i genuinely think that that joke is the reason why Mm -hmm. It's as popular as it is. Yeah. It's so funny that it's called the shinning for no reason. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. And they are 100% within their right to say shining. Yeah. Like, it's a parody. Yeah. All of these other ones, they don't have any problem with with straight up ripping off other things mm-hmm. but in in this one instant they're just like what if it, what if it's they the didn't what if they called it the shinning instead of the shining um that moment and of course homer's breakdown oh yeah uh where marge finds uh where marge is like what did she say uh oh his 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 work will be a gateway yeah. gateway into his mind feeling fine and then the, the typewriter just says feeling fine, but then all around the room mm-hmm. is scrawled. No beer and no TV make Homer go crazy. And then, <laughs> Homer comes in. Oh. And he's like, I'm thinking of calling it my new work. No TV and no mm-hmm. beer make Homer something, something, something. And then Marge says, go crazy. Don't mind if I do. Which is just an absolute classic that. I think that that and and him calling it the shinning just cement this as being like the <laughs> best Simpsons ep- mm-hmm. uh, Trees of Horror segment. Uh, 
obviously it's a parody of the shining yeah uh, it goes through the motions of of going through all of the different shining things there's a lot of stuff that it, i was thinking about it and there's a lot of stuff that they don't because these are so short they're condensed i mean it's a two and a half hour movie condensed to seven minutes they have the blood in the elevator but they don't have the twins Mm-mm. which is interesting because you there, have, are there are twins yeah on the simpsons that they could have used for that mm-hmm. um like they have to like cast them or something but you know mm-hmm. what i mean like there are twins that, that would have made sense to be in there but also have a, a great scene where homer goes to the bar and it's uh you know like grady in the in the shining movie but it's mo instead mm-hmm. and <laughs> and he's like mo could give me a beer and he's like not until you kill your family <laughs> and then he's like oh but why and he's like or like come on it'll make you happy and he's like you don't look happy he's like yeah i'm happy looking man i'm, I'm so I'm, I'm ecstatic but it's mo so of course he's very yeah. not excited he's and not happy he's grumpy um and then later <laughs> when he gets when homer gets locked in the freezer and Mo's like uh yeah the other guests the, the other ghosts and i are thinking that maybe you're not doing this job quick enough he's just sitting in there eating, eating like everything in the storage room um we have the of course the here's johnny moment which they do um a, a pretty funny little uh sequence where he says here's johnny but he's in the wrong room and then he says david letterman and then he <laughs> chops down the door but it's just grandpa is in there but it's, so it's not the right one i forget what grandpa says and then um and then the, the last one he does the 60 minutes the whole 60 minutes yeah. intro um which is funny that's a good bit since of course here's johnny is from the tonight show mm-hmm. with johnny carson, johnny carson. uh said by ed mcmahon correct so then they do he chops down the door they do the hedge maze thing they're all about to freeze to death out in the cold but groundskeeper <sighs> willie showed up at the last minute with his portable television just to get cho- yeah, yeah. axed in the back, in which that that episode, <laughs> Willie gets axed in the back in every single segment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, uh, they're they like, no, Dad, wait. <laughs> and then they give him the TV. And he... What does he say? He's is, like, calmer? calmer. He, he, goes, he goes, urge to kill... Uh, urge to kill... Um, God damn it. It's... Um, not lowering that doesn't make yeah. sense like lessening or yeah something. lessening lessening rising lessening <laughs> gone uh, and then they freeze together together in the snow this is oh my god you're gonna nitpick the i'm freeze. gonna nitpick this guys they're frozen together in the snow but then watching the television as a family but then the tonys come on and then the gag is they can't they're frozen they can't change the channel so oh no they have to watch Tyne t- Daily hosts the, the Tonys. And I just want to say, guys, the Tonys are in the month of June. So in the Northern Hemisphere, it would be warm. But that's okay. It's okay, guys. It's still, it still deserves to be at number one. It's, it's fine. So that's it. Those are our top 10 episodes of Treehouse 4. Um, let's take a moment to hear from our friend Antoinette Fox about her thoughts on the Treehouse of Horror series. Hi everybody, I'm Ann Fox, and I'm here to talk to you about the Simpsons Halloween special. Now, let me go further back, you know, obviously, pores. But uh, for the longest time in my whole life, when VHS was a thing, look it up, Google it if you don't know what I'm talking about, VHS were little tapes. 
and I would hear the tapes and see the tapes non-stop every day of all the Halloween episodes. I can't say what my favorite one is, but the ones I quote the most with my brother is um, The Devil Is Your Brother when Lisa created the little village. Um, I also love The Shining. I would say Shining, but I don't want to get sued. And oh my god, they're all so awesome. And just don't look, just don't look, of course. And uh, I guess those would be my favorites. Uh, I miss my brother, he's an asshole now. But anyway, um, Simpsons have been a big part of my life. I have never missed an episode in since 1989. I was born 1983. I admit it, I don't care. But um, they made a big impact on my life, and I quote them nonstop all the time. So um, enjoy The Simpsons, the older episodes. Watch them, and you know what? Keep keep watching them, so we can have them forever. We don't want them to go away. Mwah. And foxes, I love you. Happy Halloween, everybody. Mwah. All right, big thanks to Antoinette Fox for giving us that clip, and you can check her out. She writes uh, horror stories. Uh, she has a book out called The Cat That Caught the Canary, and she also has done a bunch of short stories for All the Horror. Um, follow all, all the Horror 18 to read some of her, her great little short stories. Let's continue with some honorable mentions. First, let's do... Let's do uh, some of our friends on Twitter, what they had to say. Uh, we got the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey, fellow Podfixer. Hey. What's up? Um, he says, this is one of my favorite Simpsons scenes and episodes of all time. And he linked the Frogert from, mm-hmm. yes. from the Killer Clown one. But you get free toppings. But it's with pota- potassium yeah. benzenate, which is bad. <laughs> That is undoubtedly a classic episode. Uh, good stuff there. Um, we got from our buddy Brent at Home Video Hustle. We got, he says, the one where groundskeeper Willie is Freddy Krueger was always one of my favorite back back in the day. Uh, yeah, that is obviously one that we mentioned very high up. Number two for us. Uh, good, good choice there. From our pal Josh Barbie of this podcast. Not not familiar. (laughs) A frequent guest of this podcast. He said, last year's is worth a watch, co-written by Megan Amram, Mm -hmm. writer-producer on Parks and Rec. Follow her on Twitter, please. Follow her on Twitter, please. Um, Specifically, the geriatric park segment uh, being surprisingly funny. Uh, Yeah, we didn't mention anything in the last 20 years um because one i don't watch the simpsons currently uh like i said i think after around maybe season 12 falls off pretty hard and i've never never got back on that train uh we have the the treehouse of horror collection which i think goes up to season 20 so i've seen all the treehouse of horrors up to season 20 but uh none of the more recent ones than that so i haven't seen this one i don't i didn't watch any of the newer ones uh, I did watch the, I, I forgot I was going to show you that. You said you watched it though. The Guillermo del Toro yeah. intro is super cool from a couple of years ago, like five years ago yeah, now. Yeah, like five or six years ago. Um, I don't remember the episode actually being very good, but the intro mm-hmm. that he designed is really cool. From our buddy Chris Brayton at I Like to Like Things. Hey, bud. He said, what's The Simpsons? 
because uh, it is well known that Chris has never seen The Simpsons. So he was unable unable to help us out with this particular request. But we will encourage any of his future guests to maybe bring The Simpsons to the table. Would be would be a good idea. Maybe yeah. somebody has. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's a new podcast. Yeah, go check it out, guys. Definitely it's... listen to it. It's great. Uh, he he has people come on and tell them tell, tell him, him to uh, enjoy something that they enjoy exactly like something that they like. It's very positive and something that we could all use a little bit more of in our lives. Um, from I used to watch this uh, another uh, great podcast that's very has a very similar theme mm-hmm. to ours. Uh, says oh it's been a while since I've seen one. I used to look forward to them. The Shinning one is pretty good and the Raven. Uh, so yep, more missions of the Shinning. And we didn't talk about the Raven, we but that's didn't. that's the very first uh, episode of the Trails. Yeah, and we were saying like it's of course it's another one of those things that we is a, a cultural like a pop culture kind of thing that people will talk about. Yeah, it's, with it's one of the Bart most famous as ones. The Raven, yeah, and Homer, Homer being terrorized. But it's it's literally it's just the poem it's not like it's there's not really a comedic i mean there's a little bit of a comedic slant on it but it's not a little bit but it's mostly just a straight adaptation with the exception of like homer i think goes like why i oughta and chokes chokes yeah but um otherwise i think it's pretty straightforward uh with james earl jones doing the The narration, narration yeah which is cool um, it's, it's a cool episode, but I don't usually think of it as one of my favorites cause it's not that funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is, it's definitely a classic. Can't argue with that. Um, from unaired podcast, uh, another podcast similar to ours, check them out. Absolutely. So they said big fan of, of the whole Frogert exchange in Trios of Horror three. So yes, once again, the Frogert episode, uh, it's <laughs> not the crust of the clown episode, <laughs> but the Frogert episode, it's college Frogert. It is. It is good. Um, and finally, from oh, from Josh Hollis, I was like, "Who the hell is Dario Argento's Josh Spiria?" Which is his current uh, mm-hmm. handle. I guess. What up, Josh? Uh, Josh Hollis of Predicto Cast. Uh, another boy. We got a whole bunch of fantastic podcasts writing in. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, "I'm a big fan of the Shinning segment and the one where Homer becomes 3D and ends up in the real world." Oh yes, yes, yes. It says also at the end of that one, I didn't know what erotic cakes were at the time, so that joke was lost <laughs> on me for a while. Uh, that's definitely an honorable mention for me. That's the Homer cubed, mm-hmm. um, and he goes into 3D space, which I remember at the time was like, holy shit, that's crazy, because it's actual 3D animation, which you didn't see ever. Yeah. Uh, very, very time consuming. It w- this probably was a really intensive episode yeah. to make. Um, I think that's even before Toy Story. Uh, and if not, like it, around the same exact time, at least. So crazy that it was on just a network TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's also a parody of one of my favorite episodes of The Twilight Zone, Little Girl Lost. Um, and where Homer finds himself in another dimension because he is trying to hide from Patty and Selma and falls into a different dimension. Mm-hmm. And he says... <laughs> <laughs> Marge says, "Where is he? Where Where are you?" And he goes, "I'm someplace that I don't know where I am." <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of good good liners, good one liners in that one. It's also the one where 
he's the 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 3d world is like imploding beneath him and he's like it's this enormous gap that he has to try to clear and he goes no problem and then he just like runs and takes a a little jump and like makes it like a tiny way across it and then falls in yeah falls in and just goes crap 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 (laughs) uh so that one's definitely an honorable mention from me as well uh, and like I said, he also says the shinning because it just is unquestionable. That's that's the best episode. Uh, any other honorable mentions for you, Morgan? Um, I know it's one of your favorite ones, but you're too embarrassed to uh, bring up. It oh is my God. one from the last 20 years. Oh, I forget what it's called. But it's, it's called the, the Night of the Dolphin. Guys, it's so fucking ridiculous. It's hilarious. It's so stupid. It's Hey, hey. It's dumb. We humans. Do you know it's based on a movie? And suppressed about dolphins? Yes, it's called Day of the Dolphin. Shut your motherfucking mouth. Yeah, George C. Scott trains dolphins to. I can't remember. It's so stupid. It's like they're spies. It's like a spy movie, but dolphins. It's so dumb. So stay tuned for that. Um, That's a good one. We were Uh, talking about a few different ones. uh, The Thing and I, that's the one where Bart has an evil twin. And twist. The, tw- the twist is, of course, that he was the evil twin. The separation's on the left side. and it's... Bart Scar's on the wrong side. Mm-hmm. And you get Dr. Hibbert in there, which is always good. Always a good one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think our, our friends at uh, uh, Invasion of the Remake talked a little bit about House of Wax. That's, oh, yes. The that's Pierce the, Brosnan one. The one where you have the, the killer house. Mm-hmm. Um it says it's referenced. It's a reference to 2001: Space Odyssey, which of course it is. But like, I always thought of it as being a parody of Demon Seed with Julie Christie, where it's like her smart house comes alive and is trying to kill her. I mean, it's the 70s, so it's not a smart house, but you know what I mean. Uh, where it's you know it's, uh, a parody of that Disney Channel movie. <laughs> oh, with Katie. <laughs> with Katie Segal. <laughs> What's that called? Smart Su- house. Oh, su- yeah. Super Smart House? No, no, it no. It's called Smart House. You're okay. right. I was thinking it was called, like, something else, but it doesn't matter. Um, let's see. We've got the Omega Man. So, the, the Omega Man parody where Homer's the last man on Earth, oh, yeah, except yeah. for the uh, society of, of gross zombie people. Uh, <laughs> He's in the church naked. <laughs> good God. That's a good bit. <laughs> and then we were talking about the the traffic. Oh yes, where <laughs> it starts off with <laughs> with Homer driving, and then there's a, a guy just stopped at a green light, and he's like, "Hello," <laughs> and then he gets out of the car and he punches the guy in the face, but the guy's obviously already <laughs> dead because there was. Oh, that's that's also a good bit that I forgot. He goes, he's like shopping for um, a. Uh, oh yeah, an uh, underground bunker. Yeah, bunker. Yeah, and then he goes <clears throat> goes into the bunker w- right as the the nuclear explosion happens and everybody else is dead except for he gets home and his family's still alive. They're okay because of the layers of lead paint. Yeah. Oh guys, guys. Oh yeah. And then they're like, uh, they come to the door. I forget what they call. They're like, uh, yeah, zombie horde. (laughs) Um, it's the, and then the billboards one. Yeah, the attack of the fifty foot eyesores. Yeah. That's good. You got Lard Lad mm-hmm. coming alive and trying to kill Homer for taking the donut. donut, even though it's not a real donut. It's made it's out so of metal. Silly. Hello? Yes. Oh, uh, if you're looking for that big donut of yours, um, Flanders has it. Just smash open his house. 
He came to life. Good for him. Um, and then you wanted to talk about Bart Simpson's Dracula. A little yes. Bit. Yeah. Well, and what was the one? And then Kang's the Which one? real father one. Which, can I just quickly say, is Kang and Kodos like a rip? Do they owe money to the Henson Company? Why? What are they supposed to be? Because it always, for at least used in these segments, it feels like, like a, a Waldorf and no, Statler kind of. No. Yeah, because they'll, they'll like zoom out to outer space and then they'll crack a joke about these silly humans and then we go back into I don't think that the they show. own the rights to snarky characters making fun of things. I'm just saying. Anyway. Um, they have nothing else in common. They're not old guys. Uh, Bart's Dracula is great, but it's also one of my favorite wraparounds is the the gallery of, what is it called? Night the, gallery. The night gallery, yeah. Yeah. Um, But that one's a fun one. <laughs> yeah. It has, has some really funny bits, like when they go to find the secret lair and they pull down the... Oh, yeah, the, the pull arm. Down the candelabra and it and opens up and it's just the laundry, laundry room. And then there's the, the neon, neon signs that say top, top secret vampire room. No garlic. Um, and then. Oh, that it also has <laughs> when she's like, Lisa's like, you got to stake him in the heart. Oh, yeah. And then he goes and he's, he's like, uh, and he's like hammering it. And then Lisa looks over and goes, dad, you're hammering it into his crotch. <laughs> oh, good, good stuff. But yeah, there are so, so many good segments of these Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. These are just our favorites. If we missed one, let us know. I'm sure that we uh, just didn't have time to include it. Um, and these are all available on Amazon Prime, right? That you can purchase no. or no? Oh, you can buy them. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Uh, you can buy them wherever you buy videos, not just on Amazon. We happen to the buy internet. them on Amazon. Uh but yeah, The Simpsons unfortunately is not streaming anywhere for free. You have to God pay for Fox. it. Which is lame. All right, I think that's going to do it for us today. Uh this has been a different type of episode for us, but what we normally do is uh watch bad TV shows, make fun of it, have a goof, have a good time. We spend less time talking about the plots of things. Yes. Um, hopefully this was enjoyable. Hopefully if you aren't familiar with the Simpsons, uh, Treehouse 4, this makes you want to go out and watch some of them. And if you are, hopefully we, we named some of your favorites. Um, but yeah, check out one of our other episodes. We got, uh, horror stuff happening all month long and we got last year's horror episodes are still out there somewhere. Mm -hmm. So if you're just craving out there in the ether, just, you know, say bad reception three times in front of a mirror. If you're really a Wes Craven, some more of us. I don't think that that is a thing people are going to say nor forgive you for all right thanks for listening to bad reception you can follow us on twitter and instagram at bad reception pod you can tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch or just want to say hi links to recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at badreceptionpod.com we didn't do recommendations this week but you know we'll have links to whatever all the cool podcasts we, we talked about Speaking of which, we are proud members of Podfix, the Podfix Network. You can follow them on Twitter at Podfix and go to podfixnetwork.com for a full lineup of shows. Why not listen to Gravity Beard? They contributed to our, our show this week and they're awesome. Our logo was designed by Sean Matthew Leary and special thanks to Ben Hunter for help with our social media. Although right now we do have our spooky Halloween logo out there. If you enjoy the show, please help us further by giving us a quick review on iTunes and sharing us with friends. If you're new, you just found us. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and, you know, get out there and listen to all the episodes of All the Horror. 
and have a happy Halloween spooky music cue. Go for it. Morgan, what's up? <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Morgan. And that's the end of the podcast. And your life. Bite kids. Say bite kids? Mm-hmm. Bite kids. <laughs>